Oh, is it recording? Yeah, it's recording now. Okay. <laughs> I thought we should start um, by introducing ourselves and what we're about to talk about. So my name is Sarah Panfill. I am a sophomore here. I am a woman. Uh, my name is Morgan Burris. I'm a senior here. I'm also a woman. <laughs> We want to talk about what we're watching, what we love, and why feminist media is important to us. I think feminist media in and of itself is such a cool term because there wasn't feminist media 10 years ago or like 20 years ago. So how, how are we defining feminist media? Uh, media by women for women, or at least not maybe not for women, but representing women in a true way. Right, and so I think part of it, it began with the Bechdel test. Yeah, it was, uh, it was the brainchild of Alison Bechdel. Uh, it has very simple uh, rules. They are, there are two named female characters. They talk to each other um, about something other than a man, and that's all it is. And very few movies pass it. The Social Network doesn't pass this test. Harry Potter, like certain Harry Potter movies don't. I mean... Oh, Avatar, that's so sad. The original Star Wars trilogy, Lord of the Rings, just a bunch of movies and a bunch of media doesn't necessarily concern itself with ladies. Producers and and people in Hollywood don't think that men can identify with a female protagonist, but it's kind of common knowledge that a woman can identify with a male protagonist. When, When people make a movie like Bridesmaids that's about women, the majority audience is expected to be women, even even though it's a funny movie and like men can and do enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, for me personally, it isn't enough for a woman to be a central focus or even that the media is for women, by women. Being a woman isn't just one thing, right? There are all these different experiences that you can have as a woman. Um, You can be a transgender woman, you can be a woman of color, you can be a woman who is on, you know, the LGBT spectrum. You can, there are so many different ways that you can experience womanhood. Mm -hmm. And I really like media that explores that and ventures past just, oh, it's for women by women. It's like, I want it to be like progressive and moving forward and like really pushing boundaries. Broad City is cool, I think, because at the heart of the show is a relationship between two women. Right. And it's like this it's this close friendship. Yeah. And I I think that we're really entering like a renaissance of female friendship, which is so cool. Like there's there's Broad City. They mean there's a thousand shows where it's just two lady best friends like, you know, the Ann and Leslie thing in Parks and Rec or like there's there's a ton of female friendship happening, and I, I think that people are really starting to re-fall in love with that idea. Another show, and actually like a short-form web series, uh, that I know we're both really interested in right now is um, Shugs and Fats, which is the nicknames of the two main characters. And they're these two women, and they both are, they wear hijabs, they wear, I think they wear burqas. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like a full, it's the full body um, garb. They're, they're so interesting in that they, they play this type of character, these uh, Muslim women who are best friends, but who are breaking the stereotypes that surround them. And then in real life, they like kind of have, them, have those stereotypes thrust upon them, and they're just not true. Okay, so what does it mean to us to have feminist media in our lives? I mean, I, just, I think it means representation. I mean, it's so exciting to be able to turn on the TV 
and not be just immediately offended by everything you see. And not that I'm like, you know, we, we all watch TV and we all have our whole lives. So like we've grown up with this idea that of women and it, it's empowering to see a different idea cropping up. Like, you know, if you grew up and you watched Friends, that's an entirely different idea than Broad City. You know, it, it, watching Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, you, you feel like equally unbreakable. And that's exciting because before you've been a little dainty wildflower, or at least that's my experience. We haven't talked about Samantha Bee, which is a tragedy because Samantha Bee is my all-time favorite human right now. I love Samantha Bee. She, uh, her writer's room is 50% men, 50% women. It's the most it's the most diverse writer's room in late night right now. Um, and she's the only woman in late night right now. Yeah, if you don't know Samantha Bee, Samantha Bee was a former Daily show correspondent. She was the longest serving Daily Show correspondent. Then she was offered um, her own show on TBS and she took it and now she's really replacing sort of a void for me from Jon Stewart. And she said herself that she thinks that she her show is from a woman's perspective. And I totally see that as well. Um, I mean, I also want to give a quick shout out again to like some animated series that I love. So like Legend of Korra Yes, I love Legend of Korra. That's an awesome show. I mean, if you haven't heard of, heard of Legend of Korra, you might have heard of Avatar The Last Airbender, which is it's the, in the same universe. Um, I just wanted to talk about Legend of Korra because it does focus on a woman. The way that they portray love interests is really interesting, especially. The fact that they don't focus as much on the love interest. Like, there is a love interest in the beginning, this guy friend of hers that kind of takes a back seat to her real life and her real like adventures and experiences and she's like a total badass and that's awesome to make sure that the woman is not the prop and to make sure that women can have a real adventures and experiences in tv or in any media yeah i mean like women are gross and women are great and women are sexy and ugly and awesome and there's so many different facets to a woman just like there are to guys. And like, that's, that's the problem is just the representation up until very recently has been very two-dimensional. And it's amazing to see a person, not even somebody you can identify with, because I don't have to identify with every character that I see. I just have to recognize that that character is a person. And that's just starting to happen with women. Uh, let's just take turns. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, full frontal with Samantha Bee. Oh, yeah. Um, her story, web series, rad. Uh, the Daily Show with Trevor Noah, but specifically any piece that Jessica Williams produces. So true. Shugs and Fats. 30 Rock. Yes. Um, okay. Adventure Time. Uh, Parks and Recreation. Yes. Legend of Korra. Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> have we said Master of None? No, we have not. Master of None. Master of None. Um, yeah, I mean, that kind of does it for my quick list. Um, I want to throw out one more. Uh, Maria Bamford is coming out with a new show on Netflix. She uh, does a lot of stuff about her um, her mental breakdown, which I think is a... Uh, oh, Bob's Burgers. We didn't even mention Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Bob's Burgers. Watch it. Also feminist. Lady Dynamite is Maria Bamford's new show. It hasn't, it hasn't come out yet, but watch the trailer. It's going to be good. It's based on her real life experiences with having a mental breakdown uh, in the middle of being a woman in comedy. Rad. Okay. Thanks for listening. I'm Sarah Panfield. I'm Morgan Burris. And for American Student Radio in Bloomington, we're those people. And we're signing off now. <laughs> <laughs>
we should keep that train wreck in. <laughs> okay, I'm really, I'm really stopping. <laughs>